Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C.E. Romoran and Emil A.S.H. all checking in on a uh, on an audio-only picks of the week episode. We're recording this on Tuesday night, so quite a bit has uh, quite a bit has happened since our last pick of the week special. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, as always. A lot of the best wrestling that we just didn't have the time for uh, para cover on the live stream. But if you want to process a lot of your big thoughts with us, you know, big picture stuff. Uh, we can do that on the live stream every Thursday at 7 p.m. It's on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast fa- uh, Facebook page and YouTube channel and TikTok feed. It's all over there if you want to find us. It is at the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast or at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Or for TikTok, it is at Wrestling2XPod. Let's get some admin stuff and get that out of the way before we talk wrestling. And we're going to start with Emil, who's going to let you know all of the really cool stuff that you get to be a part of just because you're a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. All right. So if you want to support and help the podcast and you know, experience the uh, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, uh, you can do that by subscribing to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast for as low as $5 or 260 to 270 Pesos here locally, of course. Uh, you'll get get to be a part of the Discord community where we will have um, lots of watch parties in the coming weeks. We have All In. You also have All Out and also Payback. So if you want to join in on the watch party experience, you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Also, you can get some discounts on the Pasabay program that we're doing. So if you've been noticing, uh, we're, having, we're introducing this... Uh, new uh way of uh doing the pasabay so if you want to get if you want to get discounts you could do that by subscri- subscribing to our, uh to the patreon program and also uh the review contents of the weekly wrestling shows courtesy of Rowan Rowan ASH 
And uh, by subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do. And thus, we were, were able to uh, introduce this new project, this new things for you to enjoy. So uh, that would not would not be possible if it wasn't for your support. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for only $5. All right. We got to clarify some shit first. Uh, Emil said discounts. No, you're not getting a discount if you're a patron on Pasabay. So you still have to pay for full price or whatever the sale price is. Go me sale on the merch that you want. Um, it's just that being a patron entitles you to preferential uh, rates from us. Yes, yes. Uh, we no longer want it to um, be uh, exclusive to Patreon uh, to patrons. Because uh, everybody deserves merch, right? Everybody deserves to wear uh, their fandom on their on their chest, right? So um, you you can still buy from us when we open batches of pasabais. Pero siempre pag patron ka, uh, mas okay yung ano yung yung rates namin for you. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're not just servicing WWE shop. We're not just serving uh, shop AEW or pro wrestling tees. We'll be trying to service uh, a bunch of um, stores online. Basically, maybe even pretty much any store that you want that may wrestling merch. You know, uh, we can uh, try to make that work. And Champre, that's what the service you'll be paying for and the uh, express uh, delivery that you'll be paying for. So. We're trying to work something out and uh, we want to deliver or get fans, as many fans as possible, the merch that they want. So, you know, that's what that's what Emil means. And uh, it's a lot, it's slightly better if you are part of the Patreon program. So, you know, silent and uh, we'll, we'll do this thing. So, Emil touched on a few things as well. We'll be doing a payback uh, viewing party on Discord via the WWE Network, which, which worked out pretty well in our SummerSlam viewing party a couple of weeks ago. And um, now we'll be doing the same, but this time on Discord, unless uh, somebody asks for a, a payback viewing party, just skinny legs. But uh, for now, it's going to be on Discord on, I believe, September the 3rd, um, uh, as the show happens on September the 2nd live uh, in the US time. So um, that's happening. And also, Shempre, all in the biggest show in wrestling history in at Wembley Stadium is also be going to be happening on um Sunday, uh, August 27, uh, in the US, because uh, it's going to be held from London. But we will be doing it early, early in the morning on August 28th. That's a Monday and it's also a holiday. So if you want to, uh, if you want to be a part of that live viewing party experience, especially if you ask me at Skinny Mics or online about an all in viewing party, uh, let's do it here on Discord as well. We didn't get quite enough demand for it to be held at a, uh, at, at a physical location. So this is the best thing we'll do for now. Uh, again, uh, sign up whenever you can. Don't have to wait until early in the month to uh, to maximize your monthly Patreon payments. So if you want to be a part of all our viewing parties, our upcoming viewing parties, there's going to be quite a few. Um, please do sign up for our Patreon. And also, what about you want, who wants to take this one? Yeah, you can take the lead on this all right. one. All right. All right. Uh, since Gino's not here, it's his baby. But uh, we will be doing as well another event. Uh, it's going to be a, another quiz night after how many years of not doing one. 
we have a wrestling wrestling podcast quiz night. Wala pa kami pangalan for it. We'll brainstorm that one in the next few days. But it will be uh, on uh, Saturday, September 23. That's quite a while away. But please uh, block out your calendars for that. It's going to be at Hobby Stadium. We're just going to have fun, uh, talk wrestling, have a few games, play uh, wrestling trivia with each other. Pero siyempre may stakes din to. It's going to be for... Uh, Hobby Stadium gift certificates and a box of WWE trading cards worth 2,000 pesos. So that's pretty cool. Uh, you're not going to play just for bragging rights or anything. There are legit stakes and prizes on the line. So if you are um, a nerd a collector like some of us are here, uh, it's going to be a fun, fun event for you to to partake in, to participate in. Uh, tickets are available at 350 pesos. We'll figure out uh, where we're going to sell those tickets. Uh, I will let you know as well once we have those details and each ticket will come with one free iced tea so we'll see you there please block out the date once again september 23 is a saturday at hobby stadium new manila quezon city and you know we'll have fun yeah uh we'll see you there uh Siyempre, the live event siya, it's Philippine time. So, <laughs> we're announcing a lot of foreign events, di ba, na we're going to be watching and enjoying with one another. Pero tong quiz night, tayo-tayo to. It's live, it's in person. You're actually going to see our legs, our feet, the rest of our uh, rest of our bodies. Uh, this is one rare yeah, event they, where I actually get to ours. be there. They haven't seen yours in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, yun, I'll, I'll be there live. I'll be hosting uh, at Hobby Stadium. So, kita-kita tayo dun for wrestling quiz night. It's the first one since uh, the, the Fire Nation attacked since the Darkest Timeline began. So, uh, I'm really excited to be putting this one up alongside uh, everyone here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. All right, let's get some wrestling. Let's talk about the picks of the week. And we're going to start with Rowan A.S.H., who is clearly sucking kneecaps. And uh, he chose the MWF episode on uh, Rock of Manila TV. So, yeah, so he chose uh, this week's episode of MWF Action Novella, which is actually a milestone for Philippine wrestling. And I'm not just saying that, Kaminiro, we're not just saying that because we're part of the company, but because it really has been a very long time since Philippine television has aired an actual episode of Philippine wrestling, the original, originally produced, actual Filipino wrestlers, actual Filipino storylines, etc., um, you know, outside of that one thing that we did with uh, TV5's digital platform in 2015, the, the last episode of Pinoy Wrestling was back in 89 or 1990. Mm. So it's been over 30 years and finally MWF Action Novela TV is airing its actual episodes on Rock of Manila TV. So um, Emil, you've seen the show. Do you have any thoughts on uh, the episode that we were treated to this week? I, I I love it because again one hour the one hour format really works. It's much more easier. Um, the matches are the matches are, are quick. Uh, it didn't I know it didn't drag. It didn't uh it didn't bore me at all. It was it was I enjoyed it. Um, like uh Rowan here with his notes. Uh, it felt different and he. Felt like he was watching WWE since memang ad breaks na wow. So yeah, <laughs> I'm reading his notes here. The bar um, is that low. That me ad breaks parang WWE. <laughs> yeah, because this is like the first like real like the first two weeks were introductory. You know, getting and nasa notes din yun, which uh, he really liked. And uh, MWF had this too. Two part uh, intro just to you know for for the for the viewers to be aware of what is the current climate of the in ring product. So again, congratulations to MWF. Really enjoyed it and uh, you know looking forward to 
watching wrestling in prime time. You know, it's it's gonna be a habit now for for me and Rowan for and also for for the people who's uh, uh, fans of the MWF product. Yeah, Manu Chung said that, he took some notes. <laughs> he left a message. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, MWF, on the TV deal. In my eight years of Philippine wrestling fandom, it's a dream come true that we're seeing MWF on TV. This is big for MWF and this is big for Philippine wrestling. Kung ano man ang mga susunod na biyaya na ibibigay ng Diyos ng pro wrestling wow. sa inyo. Hindi ako titigil sa pagsuporta. Didn't know we uh, asked for a The Buzz-like soundbite here. Okay. But, Marami salamat, Tito Rowan. Uh, somebody's really hyped. But um, hey, it's better than not being hyped for anything. Uh, personally, yeah, it's a huge milestone. I norm- Originally, I said, somebody asked me, I think it was, actually, I think it was Rowan or Emil, uh, asked me my thoughts and feelings about, you know, being part of TV. I think it might have been ABL. I just can't remember. Uh, and then I, for me, I, I said it was like, it was just another Sunday because, you know, <laughs> we're, we've been on TV before. I've, uh, I've been commentating on MWF uh, for a year now and it doesn't feel like any other day in the job except when I finally saw yung episode Kapon and it finally hit me that I am commentating and we are on TV. Uh, this isn't just something that you are getting off of a gank uh, subscription where you're not just downloading this file and watching um, this this video file uh, at your own leisure. Right? So that's pretty cool. And um, I hope that it can be bigger than it is. And it already is one day. Because this is already big, but, you know, uh, uh, you can still go bigger. And I hope that, you know, we can get to that point. And the first step is overcoming the, all the naysayers. Yeah. Uh, Rock of Manila TV is available basically nationwide because it's on cable television, right? So there's a part of me that hopes that there's some rich provinciano businessman or businesswoman <laughs> who catches Action Novela TV on actual television and falls in love with it and is like, I want to support these motherfuckers and I want to give them money so they can keep doing their thing. And I, I don't care if I have to wear their logo on my jersey or on my tracksuit. Uh, but, but if this happens, so ito, I'm going to pull a row in here. I'm manifest it on the podcast. There's a rich provinciano na wrestling fan. Pala, tapos bibigyan niya kami ng pera para lalo namin mapalago yung uh, action novella TV. And yung commercial breaks namin will feature more than the great RJ himself. And uh, well, and then eventually we're gonna piss Rowan off because we're gonna have sponsored segments on the shows. Siempre, <laughs> you know. Oh, favorite thing, man! Progressive uh, match flow. <laughs> Wait, how do how do you want the rich Provinciano to to expand to grow the business? Because if, yeah. if you're gonna have him do a provincial house show, uh, I think we're 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 okay on that part. You know, we don't we don't need that stuff. I don't know. I I, I just need this rich Provinciano to give us money, man. I don't care how they do it. <laughs> Okay, but the Hindi house show in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Clearly, may trauma na tayo dun. All right, so that's Rowan's pick. Um, MWF Action Novella uh, TV on Rock of Manila TV Mondays at 9 p.m. So Rock of Manila Channel 229 on Sky Cable, Channel 29 on Free TV, and it's also on their YouTube channel and on their Facebook page, Rock of Manila TV. Although uh, I just want to add, although it's also one of my dream na magkaroon ng local wrestling show sa lugar namin. So possibly that can happen one day. Pero dapat it's like, you know, like walang, walang masamang nangyayari. So, Emil, I, to, I, Emil uh, i-offer mo na yung sarili mo, maghanap ka ng sugar daddy or sugar mommy. Yeah, I mean, it's a Beacon, di ba? I have a question for you, Emil. Yep. I have a question. Paano yeah. mo ipupulutan ng gitara? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How would you do it? How was your yeah, preferred I mean, way? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, I don't talk on the eh? Like, um, yeah, he's selling his product, though, so yeah. <laughs> right. we respect the hustle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, since Emil still got the shits and giggles, we're gonna throw right to him for his pick of the yes. week. Yeah, so my pick of the week. Uh, we talked about this on Thursday, but and but you know this is my pick. Uh, it's a promo battle between LA Knight and the Miz, the Raw. And uh, like I said, on Thursday, this is probably this is this felt like a test, you know, for LA Knight because before we were just getting this bits and pieces from him, but this is like his first, I think, real program. Now he's going up against someone who. Is also uh, probably on his caliber above his his calibers being you know the promo guy and for and he he passed it he passed that test he was able to uh Miz were like I had those worries when this promo was was happening I had my worries now LA Knight will resort to name calling things that we saw from The Rock during the Attitude Era where instead of taking his opponent seriously, he would just joke around and calling him these bunch of names. But LA Knight, you know, kudos to him. And he was able to prove himself that he is worthy of this push that he's getting. And he's probably going to get another push down the line if he keeps this up. So uh, that was a great promo, promo battle. And I hope we can get an LA Knight versus the Miss Field down the line here, even though they're on separate brands. No, they're they're already setting it up. If you watch right. this week's episode of Raw, we're recording this again on Tuesday night. So I'm not going to Raw. Uh, the Miz has already fired back at LA Knight, and it does look like he'll appear this week on SmackDown. Oh. If not, uh, mag mag cross uh, parin yung landas nila on a show uh, very very soon. I don't think that it stops with that promo battle alone. Yeah, we, we already right. talked about everything that needs to be talked about 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 this segment uh, back last week on on the stream. But uh, my bigger thing with it is that when they did an LA Night match on SmackDown last Friday, he went back to <laughs> to his usual stuff. I get it though; people love that shtick. Uh, people live for the catchphrases and you know to chant along his name. But you follow up after that pretty. Um, poignant moment involving him. So I hope that personally, uh, as a fan of the more serious stuff, uh, I hope that they continue to cultivate the uh, the more deeper, the more personal promos that LA Knight can give. Because hey, eventually, if, if you want him to be a main event player, uh, instead of the usual, um, you know, the usual catchphrase gimmick, um, even though the rock stone cold lived and died by those uh by those traits uh eventually you're going to want more and eventually we're going to need to see more yeah uh so i hope that the miz can bring that out of him and we'll see kung nagparamdam nga tong si miz on smackdown this saturday manila time all right uh let's round out the first half here by finishing off yung picks of the week from last week's raw and um my pick from that episode is the fatal four-way match between chad gable ricochet tomaso champa and matt riddle to determine gunther's next challenger for the intercontinental championship so i'm gonna follow up for chad gable who the week prior uh lasted five minutes against gunther in their own little beat the clock uh challenge segment so um it, it's really cool na chad Gable is able to hit that switch. Parang Seth Rollins light. Na you know Seth and Chad Gable, they're both very outlandish characters, very 
uh, very very colorful characters. Pero pag kailangan ng magseryoso sa wrestling, you know, they're gonna turn it on, turn it on. And we've said this on the podcast. Then that Chad Gable is a hell of a wrestler. Like if you really pay attention to what he does, uh, he is this generation's Kurt Angle minus all the world championships. But that's not a bad thing. Because well, that that's really the reality of uh, the wrestling scene right now, diba? So um, I love how Chad Gable really got to shine here. Um, it also helps na Ricochet, Champa, and Matt Riddle are all treated like proper upper mid carders. Na hindi mo sasabihin na obvious naman eh, na out of those four guys, it's this one guy who gets to win. Like I actually headed into that match, not really, not really sure na si Chad Gable talaga yung mananalo. Kasi it could have been Ricochet, but he had the, the momentum from the Logan Paul match. It could have been Champa because he just needs something to rocket strap himself onto, or see si Matt. Riddle, who's been losing a lot lately, so it really could have been all four of them. But the fact that they chose Chad Gable and that they're really putting him over, they've given him an actual finisher in the Chaos Theory, pinangalanan na, and it's actually being built up as his finisher. Uh, it really signals that Chad Gable is someone who you should you should really uh, watch out for in the coming weeks. So, sobrang exciting, especially given that next week, uh, which will be week four of the Gable Gunther feud, you know, Intercontinental Championship match na nila. So, um, I'm really psyched for our boy Master Gable. Again, the more I see of this, you know, this push, the more I want Chad Gable to be the one to dethrone Gunther. Uh, say, you know. He's uh, like uh, the fans are having his back and he's getting more cheers each and every week. And I thought you what we saw last week of you know the five minute uh challenge was only going to be contained on that episode. I did, I didn't expect them to follow up on it, but I'm glad that they did. I'm glad that the thing on Raw wasn't a one time thing, but this is now a full program between Gunther and Chad Gable for the IC championship. Um. So yeah, uh, now now I'm on the Chad Gable bandwagon, and I want him to be the one to this one because you know, like it's gonna it's gonna be a hell of a story. And like I said before, for the yung sa tatalo kay Gunther, he uh, that win should be you know that should be a big win for them, you know, and that should yung win would be, you know they would benefit for it, they would benefit to it a lot. So I feel like uh Chad Gable win over Gunther would really benefit him a lot, you know, than other of the other other guys on the on the roster. So um, you know, put put the rocket on the Chad Gable and push him to the moon. Yeah. Uh a lot of things here. Um I last week I said that uh, we shouldn't expect everything to be handed to us. And I think it's still true here. Uh, you already mentioned it yourself, Stan. Uh, uh you thought anyone in that match could win. Because uh, anyone in that Everyone in that match had a good position, right? So uh, that's the beauty of the Triple H uh, regime that everyone gets to eat. But uh, because not everyone can get to eat um, the biggest meal, uh, you shouldn't expect then that you know that's gonna happen. That what you want, what you think is being served to you, is actually gonna happen, right? So uh, I temper my expectations for a Chad Gable win. But, you know, again, that's uh, more of a big picture thing. And I just wanted to say, though, um, despite that, there is a thing that uh, the carousel does come around to people in the Triple H regime. So that's what we're seeing now with Chad Gable. It's not necessarily going to win. I don't think it it's going to happen just yet. But uh, um, the opportunity certainly seems possible. And uh, it 
could happen, even though it might not, but it could. And it's more believable than ever than it, that it could. So uh, I agree with everything that's, that's said about Chad Gable. Been a biggest fan, a uh, big fan of this guy for quite a while now, since NXT days, since American Alpha days. Um, he's proven himself. And I think a lot of people have known it as well. Like before the Shush uh, gimmick, before the Alpha Academy gimmick, Chad Gable's really good. So um, I'm just happy that he's getting his flowers. And I I don't think I've ever seen a Chad Gable dud either. So uh, that's why I agree with this pick that you that you made. Yeah, uh, not bad for the guy that many people thought to be the forgotten member of American Alpha. Eh. So. Okay. <laughs> really? He was the one that people say is going to yeah. be forgotten? Yeah. yeah. Well, mostly because Jason Jordan got the son of Kurt Angle gimmick. But <laughs> yeah. I always thought that Chad Gable was better because yeah, he was the legit Olympian of the two of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chad was Gable, a... you must make character then. Eh? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I know. I knew jo- the reason why Jordan was uh, floundering around in. NXT for that for for that many years was because he didn't really have anything to sink his teeth into. So um, Chad Gable was the more dynamic one between the two of them. And I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I think, I think, Jason Jordan rode Chad Gable's coattails and charisma to the main roster then. <laughs> eh, good for both of them. Uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, they've both had successful careers uh, to this point. So really happy for, for Chad Gable here. We'll take a break. And when we come back to the second half of our picks of the week, but first a quick word from our other podcasts right here on the Pod Network. Right, uh, let's get to our second half. And uh, well, both of these picks are actually from Rose. So let's start with your pick from NXT. Yeah, uh, NXT opening match, Axiom versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, really good stuff. I know if you again, if you've seen Ali's social media, you know that more than anything, he is a luchador. He just doesn't show it a lot because uh, they kind of restrict how you can wrestle. Um, he didn't really go through NXT that much, so he wasn't able to develop uh you know, that kind of style that he, that guys like Axiom and Dragon Lee and Sina Kalisto could. So um he was uh forced, kind of forced to wrestle in the um the main roster WWE style, even though he was in a cruiserweight show, uh, wrestling style. Yeah. So whenever he gets to do things like this, um, it, it really is a nice time. Uh, he gets to, um, 
show more of the things that he doesn't he only gets to show off in his training video so that's pretty cool um you get the sense that there is a lot that he's keeping in his back pocket and then he also does little character work that um makes him quite underrated then uh this guy can really tell stories in the ring and um it's a shame that for the most part, for the uh, for a lot of his uh, WWE career matches, steep on So, Axiom, on the other hand, Ake is really good, right? Uh, I think if you've seen NXT UK, you're, you already know this. Um, he's not uh, a, a Lucha Libre trained superstar from Mexico, but um, I think he brings his own brand of athleticism to the uh, mass luchador gimmick ng Axiom. And... Uh, because of that, I think he's kind of unique. And um, although I think they're teasing a uh, unmasking for Axiom, but um, that could be just uh, Ali doing his character stuff. Yeah, uh, I really appreciate uh, Mustafa Ali just being maximized on NXT. And I don't know, I, I can't believe it took this long for everyone to figure out. Now, okay, if, if the main roster is crowded, uh, then let's, uh, let's have Mustafa Ali do his thing here on NXT. Where there are a lot of veterans like him, uh, but iba iba yung dinadala niya, and you know, um, Axiom is also someone na parang di nila alam uh, what what they're gonna do with him, what his character is. The thing with scripts, it's on and off. Like uh, they'll touch on it and then they'll take a step back, and then they'll touch on it again and then they'll take a step back. So I feel like. Um, just putting Axiom and Mustafa Ali gave them something to do last week and it was a great match we were treated to. I just wish them I follow through. Like, okay, uh, Mustafa Ali wasn't able to defeat Wesley for or, or Dom for the North American Championship. Now what? Uh, is he gonna lean in towards his more heel side talaga and try to unmask Axiom? Grindu with Axiom, there's still that thing with scripts which has been going on for quite a while. What's the end game here? What's the plan? So uh, it, it leaves me hanging for more, yes, but I also kind of want to see the payoff now because I, I'm not. I I don't exactly have the bandwidth na uh, teasing pa yung mahabang stories for this these mini arcs on NXT. I think we'll see what's gonna happen tomorrow. That was we can talk about it again on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I like uh, Mustafa Ali when, when he was on the main roster. He was the underdog, and then when he came down to NXT, he's like the. It's like the veteran big shot that uh, everyone has to go through him to prove themselves. And I, I'm a big fan of Axiom. But Stan, you're right. He's, his character is kind of, you know, have this on and off thing with with Reggie and with the scripts. And uh, are they going for the tag titles? Are they feuding again? I, I, just, want, I just want something to happen. Because I want this guy to be pushed. Because <laughs> you know, it's really good. Uh, ever since I started watching NXT again, because I did, you for a time I stopped watching. So, but ever since they are reverting back to the way that they they are now, he's been the he's been the one uh, has caught my eye. So again, they let them cook, and they you know they had this really great match. So kudos to both of them. But with Ali, what's next for him? Like, is he going? Is he going after Dom uh, Mysterio for the North American Championship? So uh, that's uh, something that uh, we're gonna have to see in the next few coming weeks. But in terms of this match, this was a really good match. In uh, eight to ten minute a match, uh, not that too, not that long. But both of them, they maximized uh, that uh, that time and they really cooked in the ring and had this uh, incredible opener to NXT la- uh, last week. All right, uh, Ro, what's your other pick? 
Okay. Uh, I I I I wanted to avoid the big picture stuff, the 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 story stuff here on Picks of the Week, but I think uh, it bears talking about now. Um, we'll probably revisit it again um, on Thursday. But uh, my pick is the uh, Bloodline segment from last Friday's SmackDown. That's actually pretty good. Um, like many people, mentioned wala na more for the Bloodline story, despite you know being a big fan of it uh, earlier this year, but. Uh, to their credit, I think they followed up with a pretty good follow through for uh, for Jimmy's heel turn. You know, I don't want to talk. I mean, I didn't want to talk about it now, but um, I think it uh, bears a quick reaction already. And uh, Jimmy basically said that he didn't want Jay to be corrupted by the power that being the tribal chief offers. And that's pretty good. Um, that's actually pretty good. And that's something... That's a, a kind of nuance that you don't really see in a wrestling story. Right? Uh, when did that thing ever happen? Uh, somebody stopped someone else from achieving their biggest dream because they had the foresight to uh, they had the foresight to see that absolute power corrupts absolutely. Right? So that's uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen something that deep and three dimensional. In pro wrestling, I said pro wrestling tends to skew towards uh, the really simple, the black, the mostly black and white stuff. That um, it's easier for you to find someone to cheer and find someone to boo. And all my fandom, I've been advocating for the simple stuff because that's what draws the money. But uh, now I think, I think I'm okay with the the gray area more because. More and more, especially in the Triple H regime, I think we're finally uh, getting the gray area stuff being told well and consistently, uh, whether it's here uh, on SmackDown with a Bloodline or on NXT, even with a Judgment Day. You know, good storytelling that wasn't a thing with Vince. Because Vince was the kind of uh, showrunner who would just make things up literally on the spot every week. I say, you know, he, uh, he, I don't know if he has ADHD, but he just did whatever he wanted. And, you know, uh, one day finds something nice and the other day thinks it's uh, the worst thing in the world. So I really enjoy this. And uh, I felt, the sudden shift in tone then uh my favorite part of this was was jay literally quitting the wwe and quitting everything and instead of him being angry that he was forced to quit parang uh i saw relief in his face because uh, he doesn't have to deal with this shit anymore right? uh you've seen the stress jay uso meme from uh, <laughs> from uh when they were going through it uh, earlier yeah. in the year <laughs> rumble at that though. yeah 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 right? and <laughs> Now they don't have to. Now he doesn't have to deal with that anymore. And you know, as someone who has walked away from a <laughs> shitty environment, a shitty situation, I I totally feel him. And uh, this is getting ahead of myself, but uh, I hope that he stays away for quite a while, not just to rest him, but also to give the story this the proper space that it needs. I think we can go the next what four months. Uh, yep. Three months, four months before the Royal Rumble or whatever, without seeing Jay, and we'll always like, yeah, like you want no. Jay to be gone yes. until the Rumble. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll agree yeah. as well. Give him, yeah. give him a... What's Jimmy gonna do until then? What's Roman gonna do until then? I don't know. That's for that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> Pero I, I just want Jay to rest because I, I think that sells the story pretty well. Um, 
that kind of question, I think they've proven that they already can answer. Right? Like you ask, why did Jimmy turn? What 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 excuse are they going to come up with now? And then I think they delivered on the excuse that, you know, that a lot of people wanted from them. Um, it's on fans if they wanted to accept that excuse. But uh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought and it wasn't nothing that they just pulled from thin air. I think it was well explained. It was a good motivation. It, it made sense to me. Uh, a lot of people will say it won't because, you know, they just wanted Jay to win uh, the match at the at, uh, at the last pay-per-view at SummerSlam. Right? But um, I thought it was something that um, that held up the story pretty well, despite uh, people not accepting it. So uh, to that question, I think they'll find, I think they'll be able to find something for Jimmy. I think they'll be able to find something for Roman. Sempre, Jay wasn't even really going to be Roman's endgame. Right? Uh, it was always going to be Cody, the moment Cody lost at WrestleMania. And the way uh, Cody keeps winning over everyone in his way, so uh I am happy with this. I think I'm happy with it. And uh, I know I'm not going to be able to change people's minds until they do something that gives them a happy ending, um, especially when we've been seeing so much bad endings from Roman because they've been heavily protecting him. But uh, I like it. Uh, I like everything. I like how this was executed. It didn't take up 20, 30 minutes of SmackDown's airtime. Uh, it was short and sweet. I think people, um, I think young creative forces in uh, involved with that story knew that if they dragged it out any longer, the, the way they did in previous segments and previous weeks, uh, everyone's going to turn on them in the arena. So I think they did a good job of keeping it concise. So, yeah, um. I actually like where this is going, and I am okay if they ever decide to take a detour. Yeah, with, with the whole Jimmy thing, first off, um, I I get na heel parin dapat si Jimmy, kasi yung yung ginawa niya uh, supersedes whatever positive motivations he had, right? Uh, the fact na he still hurt his brother on uh, en route to preventing him from winning the championship and the right to be tribal chief, he had to super kick his brother. Uh, who does that to your twin? That's a really effed up thing to do. So even if Jay Uso uh, Jimmy Uso presents himself as yung mapagbahal na brother, yung very caring na brother, na uh, I did this to protect you from becoming him, uh, heel pa rin eh, very heelish pa rin. Plus, uh, I, I think na very heelish din si, si Jimmy Kasi even though tama yung reason niya, napaka-warped ng reason, kasi he never gave Jay the opportunity to prove him wrong. Yeah. Like, wala siyang tiwala sa kapatid niya. It's basically what he said. I don't trust you to remain a good person uh, pag naging tribal chief ka na, pag naging universal champion ka na. So very heelish pa rin yun on Jimmy Uso's part. So now for me, I'm really curious to see how they write Jimmy going forward. Kasi the way he carried himself was still very much like a very torn baby face. Medyo yeah. pagka gray area. Yeah. yeah. So after this week, I want to see if they're going to just write him as a one-dimensional heel na lang or is he still going to be wrestling with that dilemma of uh, what his true alignment is. So that's something I'm hanging on. The second thing I want to point out from this segment is it's very weird and jarring that Roman Reigns is a side character in this story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, he, he didn't have to steal the spotlight. And I think it was good that he didn't because um, he was just there for the attack. Right? He was just there to set up the table. Uh, but um, for the most part, he stayed out and he knew his role. Uh, more than uh, he had to. 
Yeah. How often do you have uh, a champion of romance magnitude being the side character in the biggest story on your brand? It's weird, but it's happening. It's real. Yeah. Uh, to your first point, uh, I think Jimmy is only a, the very loosest definition of a heel on paper right now. Uh, that could still change in, yeah, moving forward. Uh, but I don't think they're going to allow anyone to write Jimmy as m- anything less than uh, a three-dimensional character. Because yeah, he already presented himself as thinking about Jay. Um, he did what he did in, in the wrong way. But if they go back to him being a, a cartoon henchman, then uh, that's when it would all have been for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm just glad they went this route because I was so afraid that they're gonna go with the Jimmy aligning back to Roman, which yeah. again that yes. wouldn't make yes. sense. That yes. yun yung ano nung Thursday. Yes. If they did that, but again, like I said, it's a wait and see mode, and I'm glad that I that I waited. And you did not you know, wait. You ranted. No, no I <laughs> ranted. did not wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm glad that they they presented it. The, the way they did on SmackDown. And okay, I'm on not not that I'm back on not I'm back on the on the uh bloodline bandwagon, but you know, um I'm just I just you know I'm just gonna wait and see again what happens and wait for this story to develop. And I I am happy that Jay Uso just became the most sensible person in the room with everyone else acting crazy. He's he is not he, sensible. What he did was still pretty wrong and messed up. So that's not no, sensible. Jay. Is it Jay? Jay. I'm Jimmy. talking about Jay. Did I say oh, you Jimmy? mentioned Jimmy. Kalawasi Jimmy. Okay. Oh, Jay. As a, yeah, Jay has became the most sensible person in the room with everyone else acting crazy. He is, he is the one with the, the most sense to just say, you know, I quit. You know, I, instead of dealing with this BS... Yeah. He just quit, you know. That made, I, it made it uh, made me more of a Jey Uso fan than I was before. So, um, again, uh, I again, I'm just relieved. I'm just relieved that they were able to explain this very well to to the viewers. Not you know, you know, it made sense again for me. It made, not that it didn't make sense before, but you know, at well, least you know. when when it happened, people were saying it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but those things uh, really quickly. Uh, those things, uh, when you have one part of the story and you don't even get to the end yet, it's not gonna, it's gonna, it's not gonna feel like it makes sense yet. But you know, that's the problem with wrestling fans. Because uh, they think they take everything as though it was the final chapter, and that's why the whole uh, "let it play out" mentality is so heavily vilified on 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 the internet. Because uh, they think that this is just. The moment is just happening in a vacuum, yeah. but it really isn't. Cause it's like uh, it's like going to a movie and saying, uh, uh, "Oh, Ken, um, Ken brought the patriarchy to Barbie Land," and that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but Jennifer, there, there's a whole arc happening till the very end of the movie. So you know the man. I just wanted to say that for people who jump the gun when it comes to analyzing the text. All right. Uh, we have a bonus pick here from Emil because out of everyone here on the podcast, chalang ata yung may oras at may bandwidth na manood ng G1. So, <laughs> Young Buck, let us know your thoughts on Tetsuya Naito as this year's G1 Climax. Yeah. Winner. I just want to give a big shout out to Tetsuya Naito. Um, I couldn't pick between one of the two uh, matches from the weekend, the semifinals against Osprey and the finals against Okada because both of them are really good. Like, I... 
I think I tweeted earlier na I, because I have this thread on Twitter in which I would put the match the match of the year candidates that I like, and I said na the semis between Osprey and Naito is probably gonna be my pick for the year end match of the year uh, awards that we always do because again that was so incredible, and as a Naito fan it makes me so happy na he won the tournament because after after his moment nung Wrestle Kingdom the 2021 where he won the titles the both the intercontinental and the uh, and the world heavyweight championship i thought he would never get back to that peak again because i thought that was his peak you know then uh he's going to be playing the tanahashi role afterwards which is just putting over the younger guys but you know i'm glad that he's back because uh, any i can see that his body's you know his body's breaking down after years of of wrestling with the style that he's been wrestling but i'm glad he still has it i'm so happy as a naito fan uh, he still has it to deliver on big stages and you know it was so redeeming as a naito fan to see him have in two incredible bangers last week uh, on the weekend so in- congratulations to tetsuya naito and it seems like the story heading into Wrestle Kingdom next year is going to be Naito versus Sanada, which is, as an LIJ mark, uh, that's yeah. something uh, I have been, I'm excited to see because especially if you consider the history between these two, Sanada was formerly uh, in the LIJ, so they already have they find they will have this money match now for Wrestle Kingdom next year, which is Naito versus Sanada. So again, congratulations to Naito and those two matches. If you haven't seen, if you haven't. Uh, uh, saw the. Uh, if you haven't seen these matches, uh, better. I'm recommending you to see both of the matches he had this weekend because both of them are match of the year candidates. Okay, right. I'll be seeing that too. Uh, yeah. After uh, this. yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, you're the only one here on this podcast who's actually been able to keep up. So good for you. Oh, to be 24 and Emil Ash. I'm 25, not 24. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, no, about the bandwidth, I'm okay. Don't mind. It's just that um, U.S. wrestling has gotten so intense. But yeah, uh, it's no. The thing about the G1 is like it's uh, for casual fans. It's like uh, watching other professional sports. Uh, sometimes it really does. Uh, it really does only matter when you watch the the postseason, the, the yeah. finals. Mm. Yeah, e- In even- this case, like the Elite Eight, and then the Final yeah. Four, and then the yeah. Finals. Yeah, even me too. Because I really tried at the beginning of this tournament of the G1. I really tried to follow it day by day, and then I went to Kalamuan for a week. And then Young's internet is so slow. Now, ah, okay, I'll just I'll just move to the. I'll just watch it pag ano na pag uh, playoffs na, and that's what I did. You know, so yeah. uh, <laughs> no, you missed the time, Emil. Na Siro was actually keeping tabs on the G1, and no, back when uh, we were active on Smart Henry, we, he actually had this runner for like a year or two where he was updating. People on no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. No, that was I think it was Steven or not me. I don't think I I I don't think I ever tracked the G1 scores. I Um, I could never. I just could never. uh, I think it was Lance. Might have been Lance. Um, the thing about that is I never also ever seen a full G1 tournament. And the thing about um NJPW is major inconsiderate to that in that regard. Uh, They assume and create content. Uh, as though the fan was only watching NJPW. So um, imagine that's like three hours of four to five shows a week. Right? Uh, that's not sustainable for any fan unless 
New Japan is the only thing you're consuming, which at this point in this economy, in this decade is not the case anymore with all the wrestling available to us on the internet. So yun lang naman. Um, I can forgive anyone for not being able to catch the whole thing. I, I don't think it's also meant to catch the whole, uh, it's meant to be watched the whole way. Saka, I can't blame these people or you or, or these pe- these people as well because like before this, the last couple of the G1s were really, I mean, it's not that bad, pero hindi siya ka-level ng mga G1 compared to 2016-2017 where those G1 climaxes were really good. You know, so if some people felt like this year they can like skip it or just watch important matches, I can't blame them. But I felt like this year they really redeemed themselves uh, with with this with this new G1 format and then having these more younger guys in it which really allowed them to you know, allow them to shine. So, uh, from those bad couple of G1s, they really bounced back this year. So, uh, kudos to New Japan. All right. Those are our picks of the week. Again, just to recap, it's the uh, very first uh, full episode of MWF Action Novella TV on Rock of Manila TV. LA Knight and the Mrs. Promo Battle from the August 7 episode of Raw. Uh, the Fatal 4-Way that Chad Gable won on the August 7 episode of Raw. Mustafa Ali versus Axiom on NXT from last week. Jimmy Uso explaining his actions at SummerSlam from uh, SmackDown over the weekend. And some thoughts on Tetsuya Naito winning the 2023 G1 Climax. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. Thank you so much for catching another Picks of the Week special here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. As we said at the top of the episode, kita kita tayo on Thursday for the live stream, 7 p.m. as always on the Facebook page and the YouTube channel. And on TikTok, just look for us. It's at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. And then for TikTok and on Twitter, it is at Wrestling2XPod. Thank you so much to Babyface producer Jasper and all of the other producers who do the good work behind the scenes over at the Pod Network. And on behalf of Emil A.S.H. and Ro Moran, we will catch you on Thursday for our huge announcement on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast live stream. My name is Stan C. saying stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.